0: You're listening to There She Grows, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow the life and business of your dreams, with me, your host, Jessica Bledsoe. If you're ready to expand your mindset, scale your business, and finally create a life you love, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. Hello again and welcome to another episode of There She Grows. I hope that you are all staying safe and healthy inside your homes if you're not an essential worker. I am finally getting used to being home so much. I work from home quite a bit already, but I do have a co-working space that I try to work out of a couple times a week. I actually love being around people, but I also love being home, so this hasn't been too bad of a transition for me. But I will say that I really miss having drinks with my friends or just going out to dinner with my husband. And like, if I'm being completely honest, I really miss going to Target on Sundays. So Sunday is typically my like, kind of like it's my self care day. And for me, that's just kind of getting like a little bit of alone time outside of the house. So I'll go to Target and just kind of like walk around and um, pick up a couple things and then there's another store that's near my target. Um, that's kind of like a a Bargain store if you will and I love a good deal So I'll typically go and walk around those two stores maybe treat myself to some lunch or coffee while I'm out And I do actually really miss that time to myself just outside of the house So I'm hoping that we are all staying inside so that this quarantine will end sooner rather than later but I'm also preparing for spending most of my summer in my house, or at least on my property. And so we are um, we're looking at purchasing a um, like the adult version of an inflatable pool so that I have something to do outside um, during the summer months. So either way, I hope that you all are staying safe, and I hope that you have, Listen to the first few episodes of the podcast as well, because I'm really excited to talk to you today about if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And this is a concept that I was introduced to a couple of years ago, and I'm sure that most of us have heard this phrase at some point, but it's not something that I put a lot of energy into until I really started to think about what does that mean, if it's not a hell yes, it's a No. And I started examining this when I was finally in a place in my business where I could be a little bit choosy about the projects and the clients that I was working with. So I do want to to say before I dive in that if you're in a place in your business where maybe you're just starting or you're still growing, or maybe even just during this crisis where we're all just trying to keep our businesses alive, if you're in a place where you don't have the luxury, Of choosing. I get that. When we first started our business, we would do anything and everything just to make sure that the bills were paid. And I totally get that. But I think that there's still some information in this that will help you weigh those decisions and understand that when we're coming from a place of abundance and not lack, then sometimes it makes those decisions a little bit easier for us. And that's really what this episode is about. Is about coming from a place of abundance and not lack when it comes to our businesses. And so when I adopted this, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no, I was in a place where I could be a little bit choosy. But what I found is that the more that I say no to things that I don't align with, the more I'm presented with opportunities that I do align with. And all it takes is really taking that first step of saying no to something. So what does it mean? If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. What that means for me is that if I am not super excited about working on a project or with a client or even sometimes it just in my personal life in terms of doing things, if it's not a hell yes, if it doesn't get me excited and on the same vein for my client, if they're not excited, then it's if it's not a hell yes, it's a no, because if if you're not in alignment with it, if your client's not in alignment with it, if you know going into it that it's a hard sell and one that you're going to have to be justifying over and over again, then it's probably not worth your time and your energy or their time and their energy because you're not going to be able to meet in a place where you can both agree that this is a good decision, and so I'll give you an example. So I, in my um, let's call it my my day job, as a as someone who helps small business owners migrate to the cloud and automate their business systems, I get presented a lot of times with people who want to migrate to the cloud, and so for me, I'm a Google partner. And so everything that I do, I really use Google as the foundation of that. So G Suite for me is the foundation that most businesses need to be on before I can help them. And so that always starts with a migration to Google Cloud or G Suite, Google Apps for Work, whatever you want to call it. And sometimes there are clients who want to take advantage of the automation that we can do from them, but maybe they're on uh, Microsoft, for example, and maybe they're using Microsoft 365. They're using Outlook for their email. They're using, you know, Microsoft Office or Excel, those Microsoft um, apps that Google has the equivalent of, but they are so ingrained in the Microsoft world that it doesn't it doesn't make sense to them to migrate to Google. They don't see the benefit in it, and I have 101 different ways that I think Google is superior to Microsoft, but I get it, sometimes your business just isn't ready for that. And so in the past, I would try to make it work. I would be like, okay, well, they're gonna stay on Microsoft, but I can still do this, 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 and and this, and you know they'll see a transformation, but it won't be the same transformation as if they went Google. And I would be doing that because, one, I wanted to help that person. I mean, I really do want to help their business. I, You know, maybe I like them as people. I see that I could still help their business in some way, even if it's not fully. And um, the money's nice too, right? Like you put a big project out there and someone's willing to move forward on it. But ultimately, I know that if they don't go Google, that I can't give them 100% of my service. I can't give them 100% of the benefit. I can't give them everything I could give them if they were to go Google. And so if that's a stopping point for them and if I have done my due diligence and trying to show them the benefits of going Google versus staying in their legacy system and they still aren't interested or maybe they are considering it but I can tell that they don't really want to do it, they're not fully on board with it, then that's, for me, no longer a hell yes. Because it's a it. while it might be a hell yes to the automation side of things, if it's not a hell yes to the foundation, and if the foundation is the most important piece, then we just can't proceed. And unfortunately, that means it's a no. Because what I don't want to see happen is I don't want to not migrate them to Google and then begin to automate, and you know, come back to it, and they're not happy because I can't do everything that I could do for maybe someone else, or let's say they they do tentatively agree to go in Google and maybe we migrate them, and it's not everything that they'd expect it to be, or the learning curve is too steep from them, and then they're not happy, and so then I feel like I haven't done a good job. And I can kind of see some of those things play out because I've seen them play out before. And what I want to avoid is making that same mistake again. And so that's why I just made that decision of if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I think that we're all better off because of that. Because if if ultimately you're not going to be happy and your client's not going to be happy, even if they're not 100% on board with what you're going to do, and I think that we have to sometimes make those hard decisions and say no, even when it's something that we we don't want to say no to because we don't want to turn down the money. Or, like I said, I, there's a lot of clients that I have the, the opportunity to work with, but um, you know I like them as people. But when it comes to the the systems that their business is running, if we can't come to an agreement on what that should look like, at least for me to be able to help them in that way, then then I don't think it's a good decision for them either. To try to move forward with it there are plenty of people out there who do what I do and who you know do it with Microsoft as their foundation instead of Google Um, they approach things differently ultimately you can probably get the same result so I just want to be a complete expert at what I know how to do and how I can help people and the only way that I can really do that is by turning down things that don't align with me but it's not always just about the product or the service that it's off you're offering. Sometimes it's about the people that you're working with as well. If you walk into a meeting and you don't get good vibes from someone, it's okay to not work with them. What we want to avoid in owning our own business is feeling like we have someone else who is our boss. And a lot of times our clients are, you know, they are our bosses because they're paying us to facilitate um, a service for them and you want to work with someone that you enjoy being around and if you if you don't have a good gut feeling about someone i i also think it's okay to just say that this isn't a good fit and move on don't feel like you have to work for someone just because they're interested in the product or the service that you're selling and i want to say too that when you are in a situation you don't always know immediately if it's a hell yes, right? Like it takes time to get through your sales process and to get to a point where maybe you know where the other person is. And so that's when it's really hard to say no because you're kind of already in your sales mode. You're in your sales process. You may have even gone so far as to already present the proposal and then decide, you know what, I'm not in alignment with this. And that is a really hard thing to do because you're, you're back, you're the one pulling away. And I get asked all the time about how do you, how do you actually say no to someone? And for me, the easiest way to do this is to just be honest with them. So depending on where I'm at in my sales process, I'll either, if it's, you know, if you're right in the beginning and I've, I've taken them through my like lead form process where I'm asking them all the questions that I need to know about their business. And if I ask them right off the bat, are you using Microsoft? And if so, are you open to going Google? And they say no. I'm going to spend some time chatting with them to really understand is that a hard no or are they open to it? But if it's a hard no, then right then and there I can be like, you know what? I totally understand but I can only work with you if you're using Google as your foundation. So if you're not willing to go Google, I totally get it. That's okay. But, I, you know, I'm not going to be the person to be able to do this for you. And if I am all the way kind of at the end of the process where I've kind of presented the proposal and we've been going back and forth a little bit and I can tell that, that it's not going to be something that I want to proceed with, then I'll also say at that point, hey, I realize that we're pretty far into the sales process right now. We're trying to come to an agreement, but I don't feel like this is something that your business is aligning with. And I don't want to start a project where we're both not in alignment with what's happening. So let's sit down and go through this one more time and really understand what we're trying to do. But if at the end of the day we don't agree on how to move forward, then I'm confident there's someone else that can give you what you're looking for, but it might not be me. And just being honest with them through that process, I think shows your integrity but it also helps them understand where you're coming from. And maybe if they're they're kind of, if you're butting heads a little bit over like the deliverables or whatever it might be, they might be able to just understand you and your process a little bit better. And it opens up lines of communication that may not have been open before. So it's difficult to be honest and vulnerable sometimes in those situations. And I can't say that I have done that 100% and that I've done it well all the time. But I try to do that in any scenario because I just ultimately know at this point when it's a good idea and when it's a bad idea. And I try to explain to them ahead of time, like before we even get into it, I try to explain to them, like, I want this to be a hell yes for you. I want you to be so excited about how this is going to transform your business that you cannot wait to get started. So if those aren't the feelings that you're having, like, let's figure out what it would take to get you there. And if ultimately we can't get there, then that's okay. Like, I don't want them to feel obligated to work with me because maybe I've spent time with them during discovery. I want them to feel just as excited about working with me as I would feel working with them. And if we're not both excited about it, then let's move on because there are plenty of, of other service providers out there that can maybe do it differently in a way that would make them super excited about it. And what I have found is that when I do this and when I do it consistently, any opportunity that I turn away, there's always another opportunity right behind it that is just as good if not better. Because what we're doing is we're clearing out we're clearing out energy and we're opening ourselves up for something that is better than what we were trying to do before. And if we're saying no to things that we don't align with, then we're telling the universe essentially, these are the things that I am not open to. And the universe is going to listen to you, and it's going to eventually figure out what you're open for and what you're not open for, and it's only going to send you those opportunities for things that you're open to and things that you align with. But if you're constantly sending out mixed signals, then it's never going to know what you're in alignment with or what you're not in alignment with. So you're constantly going to be getting things that may not align with you if you continue to say yes to those things. So when you're approaching a situation, just think about what would I need for this to be a hell yes for me. And for me, that's I want to work with people who, one, want to work with me, who are excited about the things that I can do for them. I want to feel like my clients are my friends. And most of the time, they do actually become my friends because I spend so much time with them, working them through this process that I have to get to know their business inside and out. And by getting to know their business inside and out, I spend so much time one-on-one with them that... You know, we get to know each other as people and like each other as just humans and not not necessarily business owners. I also want it to be something where I can actually make a difference in their business. There's not always situations where I can come in and, and make the difference that I want to make. So I want to be able to tell them, if I can help you, here's how I can help you. But if I can't help you, I don't want to bring you on board because I'm not going to be able to do anything to really make a difference or at least make a big enough difference to justify the investment it would be to work with me. And that is um, not always the easiest thing to do again, because we need we need money to keep our businesses running. And maybe we're trying to find things to do to justify that. But at the end of the day, it is it's an investment that they're making into me and my business so that they can create a transformation in their business. And if I can't deliver on that promise that I've made to them, that I don't want them to make that investment because I know how important your money is to your small business. And I don't ever want to take your money unless you feel really confident that I have provided you with a service that has justified that investment. So that's that's kind of how I approach it is, is are are they checking off all of my boxes? And then I want to ask them too, what would make this a hell yes for you? And that that also helps you understand, are your goals aligning? So before we even get into this project, are we working towards the same thing here? Because I can hear what you're saying and take it one way while you're, you're thinking of it a, a different way. So these are mistakes that I've made in the past where they've told me one thing and I've interpreted it one way, but by the time the project was done, I had maybe interpreted it differently than what they had meant. Or maybe they hadn't communicated it to me as well. Or maybe I hadn't communicated back to them what I had heard. And so ultimately, I end up having to spend more time to get the result that they were actually looking for. Whereas if I had just clarified that in the beginning, it wouldn't have taken um, so much extra time that, you know, maybe I didn't get paid for or whatever that, that may be. So I just want to encourage you that as you are in the season that we're in right now, where maybe you're taking on things that you don't align with um just consider is this something that i feel good about is this something that i'm going to want to continue to support after this is all said and done or maybe you're in a place in your business where you you can be a little bit picky that's the perfect time to implement this i mean if i'm being completely honest when you can when you can be picky this is the best time to be picky but i i get it we don't all we don't all get there we don't all, all get to stay there either i mean there's definitely been times when I can be pickier than others. But whenever we can take this into consideration, just think about it. If you are consistent with what you're showing up for and what you're allowing into your life, then you're just going to continue to get those things back. And that's what we ultimately want is we want to be really clear on who we are, what we do, and who we want to work for and who we want to work with. So I hope that you find this beneficial and that you'll consider saying if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. As always, please feel free to slide into my DMs if you have any questions at justbloodsobe. I can't wait to hear you say no for the very first time. And I look forward to yet another episode next week. As always, thank you for listening. And if you loved it, please share it with a friend or leave a review. See you around. Thanks for listening to There She Grows. For show notes, resources I talked about in this episode, or links to our free downloads, visit www.thereshegrowspodcast.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.